It's Denton Day and Nick Ashew tonight. You think Scoot Henderson isn't paying attention to all the hype around Victor Wembanyama making his summer league debut tonight? First quarter, Blazers up 32-30 on the Rockets. They're summer league teams. Scoot Henderson, 5 of 7, 13 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. You know what's really, really standing out to me as I'm watching Scoot play for the first time? He sure doesn't look body-wise like a rookie. No, he doesn't. You're looking at a lot of these guys, and I'm not trying to body shame nobody, but there's a lot of guys out here that are more on the slender side. Mm -hmm. Scoot Henderson is built. I mean, he has some real muscle. There's going to be no question about whether or not he can attack the rim once we get to the regular season. The physicality is not going to bother him. He has the size where he can run through people. I mean, the guy, the guy is built like a, uh, not a truck, I would say maybe like a like a Dodge Charger, like okay. a Challenger, you know, right. like some good American muscle. Got that, got that speed, got that power, a little muscle in there, too. Something that Dom Toretto loves. Yeah, but don't forget, it's got to be family. Got to be family. Got to be about all. family. The power family is unmatched. <laughs> yeah, I this this right now, looking at it, like, this this plays into, like I said, there is a level of narrative in the Summer League, at least early on, and Scoot Henderson knows that everybody's waiting till 9 o'clock Eastern tonight to watch Victor Weminyama, and he's like, hold up, watch what I can do first. Yeah, 13 points in 10 minutes, pretty yep. good start. I don't know how many more minutes he's going to play, but that right there is a really good start for him. All right, so I was kind of jumping around today looking at some stuff before we did the show, and I I think one of the things we we discussed is like, the we've been it's been nonstop is how crowded the AFC is and how open the NFC is. I mean, that was that, that's going to continue to be a conversation for really the whole season. The I mean, whole it's it's, it's going to be a right. long, long time. And I keep hearing a team like the Steelers get brought up. And that is one team right there. I'm the one that did it. Nine and eight last year to make the playoffs plus 130, no at minus 150. Kenny Pickett's capable of running that offense. You've got Mike Tomlin. Your defense was top 10 in points allowed last year. Pickett's going to certainly be better. He's going to be you know, another year under the offense now. The AFC is loaded. But if you're looking for teams that didn't make the playoffs last year, that could potentially make it this season, or you just love them to make the playoffs, I'd actually put the Steelers in there. But it's a little more of a risk because it's not a, it's not a great price at plus 130. And also... You do have a very crowded AFC, but I've like the more and more I sit and I think about it, I realize you know what? I just don't see Mike Tomlin being back in the same position as last year. This 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 time around, they're not flashy. They don't have you know a Trevor Lawrence or a Joe Burrow at quarterback. They don't have a Jamar Chase at wide receiver. Although George Pickens might be pretty damn close soon he's, because that guy is good. legit. That Steelers team has a very good chance at making the playoffs as a wild card next year. I like them to make the playoffs as a wild card, but the the issue that I'm wrestling with, Nick, is who is not that made it this upcoming this past year, right? If the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to get in, somebody that made it last year is going to be on the outside mm-hmm. looking in. And when you look at the teams that made it last year, you obviously got Kansas City; they won the whole thing. Buffalo, Cincinnati, the trifecta as we have now known to call it, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then you get to the wild card teams: the Los Angeles Chargers, the Baltimore Ravens the Miami Dolphins. A lot of people would be quick to jump. If you're going to add someone else in, it's clearly Miami that's fallen because Tua got hurt. Right? Yep. Like that's a, it's a very yep. easy option. Yep. I understand the thought process. I disagree. If you're going to hold my feet to the fire and say you got to pick one of these teams that's not going to make it, I'm looking at the Los Angeles Chargers. I, 
I don't think that's crazy. Don't tell Ryan Horvath that, though, because he loves the Chargers with all of his heart. Uh, but I, I'm now on the outside of the Colts that loves the Chargers. And it, the Colts keeps getting bigger and bigger, but that's also a team where you could look at that and say, everybody thinks this is going to be that year, and it's a, it's a fade the public year. It's a too much hype. They don't live up to it. Schedule's too tough. AFC yeah. stacked, and they're just not mentally prepared. And maybe not well coached enough either, because their head coach is a crazy person that loves to go for it on fourth and nine he's on like, their own 25-yard line. He's Lane Kiffin in the NFL. Ugh. So that's not – and that's the hard part, is you do have to find teams that you look at and say, all right, if you're going to get in, whose place do you take? We did that with the NBA, right? Which is why you're better off – because I like the, the Steelers, but what, again, we both agreed, right? It's tough. It's tough it's, with the it's AFC. Be really challenging. It's why I really like what you got going on in the NFC. The problem is you're not going to get plus money all the time with some of these teams. So that's the one thing you have to think about, right? Right. So if you're looking at like the Saints were seven and ten last year, they were the 12 seed. To make the playoffs is minus 180. So it's not a great price. But you got a much better quarterback, and your mm-hmm. division sucks. But you can get plus money if you bet them to win the NFC South at plus 125. So, they're obviously going to make the playoffs. Now, how does that one yep. work? Yep. Because in what world do you see New Orleans, do you see any team from that division making it as a wild card? Right. I mean, it sure feels like that is maybe Well, maybe Carolina. Could be Carolina or the Falcons. I, there's Because that division's so weak, there's a lot of people forgetting that the Falcons and Panthers at the end of last year did play really good football. And they've upgraded at key positions. Right. I just, Except for Desmond Ritter, at quarterback. Yeah, I don't know what the hell he's going to be. Ritter, we have we have no earthly idea what he's going to be. The issue with Carolina is I don't love their wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, they need to get Bryce Young more talent. I just I can't imagine that you have two teams that are going to get nine wins in that division. Because theoretically, in a, week or in a week NFC, you need at least nine wins to get in. I can't imagine that two teams in that division get nine wins. So to win the NFC South at BetMGM, Saints plus 125, Falcons plus 220, Panthers plus 350, and then uh, the fighting Tampa Bay Buccaneers at plus 750 there. Way down at the bottom. They so way down. If the Saints win the division, they make the playoffs. A team that didn't make the playoffs last year, you'd like to make the playoffs this year, that would be the New Orleans Saints. I'd rather just bet them to win the division at plus 125 because, again, like you said, that's at that point you're saying that the Fal- the the Saints win ten games, but somebody else has won at least ten in a tiebreaker to win that division, like the Falcons or the Panthers. It just it feels very very unlikely. That feels like a one team division unless something crazy happens. So that's that's probably the better route. I really like the Saints this year. Their win totals ballooned up to ten and a half. Who it's it's a lot. He um I loved it at nine and a half. Ten is a bit much, but I wouldn't. The Saints have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Now, granted, things change once you get in there. Like, strength of schedule only tells you so much. But you've got a team in the New Orleans Saints, okay, that have Derek Carr bringing stability and leadership to that team and to that offense specifically. They haven't had that since Drew Brees. It's been a long time. I mean, it's it's been Andy Dalton, and it's just been a, it's just a mess at quarterback for them. But they were sixth in total defense last year. And you got Chris Olave who is the real deal at wide receiver. He is. Olave is buttery smooth when he runs routes. Michael Thomas is coming back. I don't know in what capacity. And I don't know how I would how I would rely on him when I'm playing whether or not I like their win total over under. I, I, don't, I don't know what I you honestly forget he him. exists at this point. I'll which be is, honest. Which is 
horribly sad. Yes. Because two years ago, three years ago when he was healthy, he was awesome. Yes. He was really, really great, and he essentially kept Drew Brees playing for a year or two longer than he probably yeah. should have. The defensively, you are right. Defensively, they're great. I mean, they're a really good defensive team, and Dennis Allen is a really good defensive-minded head coach, which you don't see a ton of in today's NFL because everybody went on that weird offensive splurge when Sean McVay had success right off the jump, right? They're like, hey, that guy touched Sean McVay at a bar once in 06, <laughs> although Sean McVay wasn't in a bar in 06, but you get what I'm saying. I'll say 2016. How about that for legal drinking age? He touched him once in 2016. He's our new head coach. And like six NFL teams did that. So I do like the way that New Orleans approached the coaching decision. I'm just hesitant on 10.5. 10.5 is a large number. It's a big number that I would probably stay away from now. 9.5 was obviously much, much more comfortable. But even if with if Michael Thomas, let's say he ends up being their number three, uh, Rashid Shahid is actually a very underrated potential to take a big jump wide receiver this year. Right. And on top of that, they signed Jamal Williams. Alvin Kamara may not be the same Alvin Kamara anymore. Sure didn't look like it. Jamal Williams was great. Jamal Williams was awesome. Also, just an amazing interview. I don't know how Detroit let him get out of their building. I don't know why they did either. So I would expect Jamal Williams to be the feature back there and get a lot more carries and just make a lot more plays than Alvin Kamara next year. So you look at the... I mean, you've already got the defense there. Now you've added the stability at quarterback. I get that people are up and down on Derek Carr. It's fine. Take out last year. Last year was just nonsense. That was a mess with that whole entire team. Two years ago, look at what he did. Getting that team to the playoffs. All the -the off-the-field stuff going on. That right there shows that he's a leader for one. But two, he's a good quarterback. A good quarterback. Saints aren't winning the Super Bowl. They're not winning the NFC. But they are in a very wide-open NFC, which gives them an opportunity there and a weak division and a weak schedule. You can win with Derek Carr. Yes, you can. Yeah, you, you, you can win with Derek Carr. By the way, a name to watch on this roster, A.T. Perry played uh, his college ball at Wake Forest. He's huge. He's mm-hmm. a 6'5 wide receiver. If Michael Thomas ends up not being the same version of himself or unfortunately coming down with another injury, look at A.T. Perry to have a big year because it's that size, Derek Carr is going to love. Another team that technically didn't make the playoffs, but it sure felt like they had the Lions 9-8 and eight last year to make the playoffs, minus 185. Uh, Jets are minus 130 minus to make the playoffs. Didn't make the playoffs last year. That's different. You got Aaron Rodgers, so it's fine. But it, uh, in the AFC, maybe. Maybe if I want to sprinkle in on the Broncos, plus 190. Oh, you lost me there. You know, you're, you are all out on the Broncos, aren't you? I am all you? out on the Broncos. I I'm am not, not ready to write guy. them off yet. I will not write off Russell Wilson and I think Sean Payton is going to turn that thing around and just, look, you know what, here's what they'll be able to do, which is a great start. They'll be able to score points in the red zone. Yeah, like, they did once. terrible at that last year. It was historically bad. I've been off Russell Wilson, though, since long before. He now, is that because he's annoying on social media? Yes. Okay. It is entirely, I've met so many people in my life that are like him, <laughs> and I was just like, I can't. You know, I, I went to a Christian university, so, like, I get his shtick where he's yeah. all this in front of the camera, and then... Outside the camera, like the thing about him not giving his number to teammates. I mean, dude, come on! I just I'm so done with him. Doesn't mean he won't have a good season, though. It doesn't, but I do feel like the off the, the field stuff does lead to an easier path to kind of fall apart. I mean, listen, there's certainly if there's no chemistry, like last year, nobody showed up to like his birthday or something, like those types of stories. Like that that can be a problem because it does. I mean, it plays point. to chemistry and the workplace atmosphere there, uh, day in and day out. So that stuff certainly matters. Go to his birthday to see Sierra. I mean, geez, that's true. Louise. I mean, maybe she wasn't going to be there. And that might have been why. I don't know. Maybe she couldn't make it. I mean, all right, if his wife is not his birthday party, why do I got to go? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe she had something to do. She's busy, too.
she is, but I would make, I mean, I would make way. If my lady had a birthday, I would do everything in my power to be there. I, you know what? That's a, that's a good attitude. That's the right way to approach it.